0: John the Baptist and True Devotion to the Sacred Heart, a teaching by Lourdes Pinto to the Love Crucified community. This is part two. Last week, we began this teaching, John the Baptist and True Devotion to the Sacred Heart. We covered the virtues that we learn from scripture of John the Baptist that are so important to live, not only devoted to the sacred heart, but consumed in the sacred heart. We covered his faithfulness to his mission, his spirit of poverty, mortification and simplicity and humility. Today, I would like to begin with the virtue we learned from him of obedience. On November 16, 2014, our Lord gave us a beautiful teaching on obedience. He said, obedience is the fruit of trust, surrender, and pure love. Obedience is the virtue that is perfected in my sacred heart. The purification of your desires is the first stage of purification in my sacred heart. This is the first nail, the Lord says. You begin to move only. According to my desire and not yours. This requires greater silence. And stillness of soul. In me. There's so much in these few sentences. If we ponder. The beauty of obedience. Obedience. From what the Lord teaches us. Is one of the higher virtues. And that's why in our simple path to union with God, it is covered as a fruit of the first snail. Why? Because we need to be purified of our own desires so that we can live more and more solely in God's will. In the desires of God. It is then. When we begin. To live in God's will. That we are living. In obedience. To him. And this is a virtue that comes. That you could say. Proves in a way. Our love. Of Jesus Christ. And it's so beautiful to see in this teaching how the Lord lets us know that greater silence is necessary to enter the purification of a soul in the sacred heart of Jesus. And therefore we see how when we began to enter and live the first nail of crucifixion. Which was in 2020, the Lord began in our Blessed Mother to call this community to greater silence and prayer. And and you we see that in the scriptures as we learn about John the Baptist. He preached, he was a prophet, and yet he was a man of an intense prayer life. The next virtue that we learn from John the Baptist. Is the virtue of courage. And in the gospel of Matthew chapter 3. Verse 7 through 10. We see the courage of John the Baptist. When he confronts the Pharisees and Sadducees. It says in the gospel. But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees. Coming for baptism he said to them, you brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Bear fruit that befits repentance and do not presume to say to yourselves, we have Abraham as our father. For I tell you, God is able from these stones to raise up children to Abraham. Even now the axe is laid to the root of the trees. Every tree, therefore, that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Wow. You see, John the Baptist addresses the Pharisees very similar As Jesus Christ addressed them. What courage. In Matthew chapter 14. Verse 3 to 5. We learn how. John the Baptist confronts Herod. It says in the scriptures. Herod had arrested John. Bound him and put him in prison on account of Herodias his brother Philip's wife because John had been telling him it is not lawful for you to have her. Though Herod wanted to put him to death, he feared the crowd because they regarded him as a prophet. John the Baptist had the courage to speak the truth. I really think that this is one of the virtues that is lacking the most in the church right now, speaking the truth of what is evil and what is wrong. On August 15th, 2021, the Lord said to our community, be ready to suffer with me in this decisive battle. For the salvation of countless souls, stand firm against the great deception of Satan. Speak the truth as it is revealed to you with courage. My family, we have to each look at ourselves and really before the Lord ask God, Have I grown? In the virtue of courage? Have I had the courage to speak the truth of the darkness in the world? Have I been able to confront even sometimes the most difficult family members with the truth? Always remembering one of the most important teachings, I think, in this community. Which was warned and awakened, my people, that we must speak the truth from love, or else the power of the Holy Spirit cannot pierce the hearts. And in order for us to become men and women with the courage to speak the truth, we have to be men and women. That first and foremost groan, groan the darkness of souls in our families, in the church, and in the world. It is from that union of the groans with the sacred heart of Jesus that comes forth the courage to speak the truth with love. On January 11th, 2018, the Lord spoke to the missionaries of the cross. He said to you, my brothers, they will need great courage to be my light amid the darkness. Our men are out in the world. You must ask yourself, missionaries of the cross, and mothers of the cross that are also in the workforce at work at the office, wherever our men work, do you stand out as different? Do the people at work know where you stand as a Catholic man, as a missionary of the cross? Have you been able to speak the truth with courage and love in the workforce? On May 26, 2014, the Lord speaks about the third nail of crucifixion. And he said, the third nail brings us into perfect unity. This nail is the nail of persecution. As they persecuted me, they will persecute you. As they hated me, they will hate you. This last nail fuses your heart to my sacred heart. And you love as one with me all the enemies of God and thus complete your crucifixion in me. And the triumph of God's love is manifested through you in the unity of my body. Prepare yourself in silence and prayer to live the last stage of my divine path. My community, do we have the obedience, the courage, the love of Jesus Christ to be willing to be hated for him? Do we pray for our enemies? Are we praying for Biden, for Petro, for Pelosi, for Soros, for all the enemies and leaders in the world that are in darkness? Are we praying for them? Are we praying for their conversion? This is such an important part of being a victim soul. John the Baptist confronted with courage. The enemies of Jesus Christ. Which were in the Jewish faith. The Pharisees. Because he loves. Because he loves. On September 23rd. 2021 the lord said i reveal to you the triumph in advance so that you meaning plural all of us will have the courage to persevere through the time of the great chastisement it takes courage to live difficult times with faith and hope courage my family The Lord goes on to say, few will persevere, but know that you are among the few who will be adorned in the gown of triumph. The Lord is letting us know that he's giving us the grace of the courage to persevere. And he promises us the gown of triumph. Wow. This is to help us, give us the courage that we need to live the difficult times we've entered. On November 17th, 21, the Lord said, my little one, you have been given the gold coin of my simple path to union with me. This is a very valuable coin. Because it contains the mystery of divine love found in and through the cross. You have invested this coin through your dedication to years of teaching and living my path. You have shown great courage in proclaiming my words, but few, my little one, have received this treasure. For they are steeped in self-love. Fight with the manly courage you possess and do not be afraid. My sisters, fight with the manly courage each of you possess. Have you each thought that our simple path to union with God is the valuable coin of God that we possess When we have something we know is a great possession, we wanna share it with many, even though many will not want to receive it. And many times we can fail in the courage to want to share it in order to protect ourselves from feeling rejected. And I think that this is something maybe all of us, including myself, are dealing with the new book of messages. Because we know that many people will not want to receive those words from the Lord. So how difficult it can be. And how much easier it can be to not share it. It takes courage to share the voice of the Lord. We are each and all of us in this community prophets for these times. And the last virtue I want to share tonight of John the Baptist was his faithfulness in a crisis of doubt. In Matthew chapter 11, verse 2 to 6, it says, When John heard in prison what the Messiah was doing, he sent word by his disciples and said to him, Are you the one who is to come? Or are we to wait for another? Jesus answered them, Go and tell John what you hear and see. The blind receive their sight, the lame walk, the leopards are clen- cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the poor have good news brought to them. And blessed is anyone who takes no offense at me. John the Baptist was in a dungeon. And at that moment, he knew that Herod was going to have him put to death. And he enters a crisis of doubt. Of anxiety. And this is important for us to learn. Because it does not mean that John the Baptist is not faith, unfa- is unfaithful. Anne Catherine Emmerich has some powerful words for each of us. In the book The Dolores Passion of Our Lord Jesus Christ, she says that feeling of doubt and anxiety, which a man on the point of making some great sacrifice always experiences, arose in the soul of our Lord. Every man and woman that is willing to make a great sacrifice, will always have a crisis of doubt and anxiety at some point. And not just once, it'll come to us many times, but it's important to learn when we enter a crisis of doubt or anxiety, what did John the Baptist do? He seeks out Jesus Christ. He sends his disciples to go directly to Jesus. And the words of Jesus, even though he is not being saved from the dungeon, because he knows the truth, fill him with strength. Our Lord told us what to do when we enter anxiety fear and a crisis of doubt on april 7th 2022 the lord explained to us to the, this was to the community the world is about to be shaken to its core my people will be wailing and in distress Now the Lord asks us a question, his community, will you, my community, my people, remain faithful to me or will you abandon me too? This question is important because what the Lord is saying is when you enter, each of you, mothers and missionaries of the cross, when each of us enter a crisis of doubt in a moment, Of great sacrifice and suffering. Will you remain faithful? Why? Because he is preparing us at that moment. He's he's letting us know we're going to we're going to struggle, all of us. And he wants to show us what to do. He goes on to say in this message. I have formed you to be my warriors for these times. I have formed you in my sacred heart to trust me when the multitudes enter distress. Keep your eyes on me as Mary did. The first thing he's telling us. Be ready to suffer as one with me with courage and in peace because... You have come to know me and believe in the triumph of my cross. Be ready for the time of destruction that must come for the salvation of the world. Now comes the second thing the Lord tells us when we enter a crisis of anxiety and doubt. Receive my words as your source of strength and consolation during this most difficult time. I will remain faithful to each of you. Trust in all that I have spoken to you. Remain in my peace through silence and prayer. This is essential for all of us. When we enter anxiety and fear, pick up your path, pick up the messages, begin to read, enter immediate prayer, like John the Baptist seeking directly Jesus Christ. I assure all of us that when we go with that faith to the words of our Lord. He will strengthen us. He will restore our peace. And he will give us the courage to remain faithful to him. Even amid great suffering, he's not taking the suffering away my community. And he's made that very clear. But in the refuge of his sacred heart, we will have peace. And even joy like the saints when they were being martyred. I want to end this teaching tonight with words from God the Father on August 2nd, 2013. I feel that these words from God the Father reveal what it is to be consumed in the sacred heart of jesus he said to us i the god of heaven and earth am with you i have heard your cries it is i my little one who has chosen you to raise up my army of victim souls this Is my army which possesses my power. Believe in the power of your sorrows. Immersed in the sacred heart of my son. Suffer all with perfect faith. In the power of Christ's crucified love. Suffer with patient endurance. The kingdom of God is at hand. My victim intercessors need to be purified in the fire of many sufferings. My community. To be consumed in the fire of the sacred heart. Does not mean that we love and suffer perfectly. It means. That we continue to be faithful to trying to do better. It's so simple. God the Father is telling us believe in the power of your sorrows lived in the sacred heart of Jesus Christ. It's so simple. All God the Father wants is that our sorrows be so purified in the will of God that they are transformed into the groans and sorrows of the man God that lays down his life for us to reveal to each of us the immensity, the grandeur of the love of God the Father for us. And the Holy Spirit. My community. The simple path to union with God. Is the work. The interior work of every soul. Of what it takes to truly be devoted. To the sacred heart. And not just devoted. But for the souls that are willing to walk. And remain in the narrow path. To be consumed in the fire of that heart where it is no longer we that live, but Christ alive on fire with love that lives in us and through us. I pray that all of us continue to help one another grow in all these beautiful virtues. Amen. For more information on the path to union with God, please visit the Love Crucified community website at www.lovecrucified.com. God bless you.